everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson? JC. Grayson, I have horrible news for the listening audience, and I, I hate to drop it on everyone so quickly into the recording. You know, it feels a little unfair um, for the listeners, but we are doing this episode of the podcast remotely are we not it's true it's so true must be devastating for everyone to hear but we'll make it through grayson next week will we be back in person or is that also going to be remote i don't know what is next week next week is is the well monday is the 26th the day after christmas if that means anything okay so if monday's the 26th then next friday Third, fourth, wait, no, I was counting backwards. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. This is a calendar of seven days, like a calendar week of seven days in it. If Monday is the 26th, you know, Mm -hmm. Tuesday would be the 27th, the the, the 28th is the Wednesday. Just that would be the order I went in personally. Um, Yeah, I just like kind of did it backwards. Yeah, I would say that happens to the best of us, but that's not true. It happens, I think, more honestly to the worst of us. Um, I think next week we'll be in person. We'll either record the 29th or the 30th, right? Oh, thank goodness. I would hope so. I would hope so. Well, Gray the Gray, we're, we're so close to Arizona trip. We're so close to Christmas. This is, of course, a holiday edition of Boy Oh Boy, despite it's so true. part of our gift giving happening last week when you received Scooby-Doo chess, you know? Which and the rest I, I of guess, it happening later. Well, the rest of it's not going to happen on the podcast. That's non-podcast lore. So oh, it's weird no. of you to even get the audience's hopes up like that. You know, like that's kind of messed up of you. We're not even going to mention it on the podcast. We're not going to bring nope, it up. We can't. It's not oh. in the lore. It's not in the lore. I would say we can mention it if we did a post Arizona trip episode. But you're abandoning me and staying in Arizona, so we can't even do that on the car ride. Listen, that's still not even certain. That's even like for surezies. Also, well, you know the worst part of recording remotely? That you sound like a robot sometimes, like like right now? That That's a big negative. I yeah. won't deny that. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think the worst part is that my microphone feeds back into my headphones mm. at just the loudest volume. Just as loud as it could possibly be. I is I, I can't talk loud because then I'll just blow out my ears. It would be horrible. So- so selfish to call that the biggest problem, you know, because the listening audience it's a doesn't big have to know problem. that. That could be a personal problem that you keep inside and that you deal with personally. But the listening audience, they do hear your robot-y, static-y self, you know, myself you know included. They, you know what they probably also heard, JC? What's that? The muted hello at the beginning of the episode. No, the no, lackluster no. hello. Because I couldn't through. give a proper hello mm. because no. I can't get that loud. It came through sounding very warm. It was a very warm hello, one that got us the episode started. It started off with the holiday spirit, I think, intact, Grayson, you know? I think it was very appropriate for this episode that will go up on uh, Christmas Eve or something. Uh, A hello filled with the holiday spirit. That's right. The holiday cheer, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, think, you know how a few episodes ago we were in my living room and you put on a, a, a... fake yule log burning mm-hmm. right 
and that just created the atmosphere for the episode. I felt like your hello a few minutes ago. Really, it cultivated that same environment in just a mere second. I'm trying to figure out a way to incorporate ho 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 into hello to make it fit the holiday spirit, but I can't because I can't decide if it goes ho ho hello. Yes, or obviously. Hello ho ho. No, it's clearly the first option. You like only a fool would even consider the second option for more than a split second. It's very well, clear. Well, call me a fool because I'm kind of leaning towards the hello ho ho. That's horrible. I'm glad you didn't do it. I was going to say you missed your chance because I'm not editing this. You know, that's not happening. I hate to tell you. So what we got stuck with in the first few seconds is what we're stuck with, Grayson. And again, I don't know why we're trying to change things up after it's already been complimented so much by me. You know? Ho, ho, hello. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Grayson, this is, I guess, our Christmas edition of Boy Oh Boy for 2022. So I need to know uh, what what your plans are for the holiday, Grayson. I know you're in South Carolina. I know you've abandoned the listening audience and me again. You've abandoned the great state of Texas again uh, and all the great people here. But what are you doing, you traitor yourself? Well, I'm in South Carolina, and I get to see my grandma and my parents, and my brother didn't come, so he's not here, so I don't get to see what? him. Where's Wilson? Yeah, he's in, well, he's in uh, Texas right now, but then he's going to go to Mexico for Christmas. That's wild. Is it going to be his first Christmas with Maria? I think so, yeah. That's so exciting. Are you devastated that it will be your first Christmas without Wilson? I mean, not really. No. I don't know. I don't know how I'd be able to take that. That'd be so weird having Christmas without a sibling, especially if I only had one sibling. This would be so odd. It is a little odd, but like he made his choice. What am I supposed to do about it? You're saying he made his bed and now he has to lie in it? Precisely. And that bed is presumably a mansion in Mexico? I wouldn't say a mansion, but yeah. Yeah? It's not a mansion? I don't know. I don't know. I always assumed those people that had like had family and houses in Mexico that lived in San Antonio, if they're going back and forth, it's probably a mansion, you know? Yeah, they probably got money. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Well, Gray the Gray, minus the lack of Wilson, what are your plans? Um, I mean, not a ton because like my dad works for no. Christmas. You know, it's kind of his job. It's like the most important day in his job, in fact. What? Um. Yeah, so he works more than Easter. And so, yeah, probably. That's so sad. Isn't Easter when Jesus Christ came back to life? No. Oh, my bad. I got the lore mixed up. My bad. Nah, my you're bad. right. My bad. Now nah, you're oh, right. Shit. I just... No, I got the lore right. So what's Christmas? <laughs> just his birthday? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like someone's rebirth is way more important than their birth birth. I There's mean, little... from, like, a theological standpoint, Easter is probably the more important one. Mm-hmm. But um, more people show up on Christmas. Mm, I see. Also, big deal, Christmas is on Sunday this year. So I guess True. this does add up. I guess this does yeah. add up. Well, I'll miss Bob pers- personally on the 25th of this year, you know. Um, I'll – yeah, no, I will miss him, miss him severely. But – but is is your mom going to be home at least, or is she going to be supporting Bob? Um, she'll do some work for the church, but for the most part, she'll be home, and then it'll be me and my grandma. Oh my 
goodness, what a time, Greed the Grey. What a time. Uh, well, aside from, I guess, the upcoming plans, how has South Carolina been so far? I feel like we get these updates multiple times a year, and nothing ever really comes from them, but they're worth getting. Okay, I can get into how it's been in, in good old South Carolina, but first I want to talk about the plane flight here. Oh, boy. This is actually my personal favorite part of when you go to South Carolina is the flight talk. Listen, this one was special. This one was different. This one's a little, little, little quirky. Did little everyone clap something. when it landed? Yes. No. That's good. Oh, never mind. No. Okay. No. Tell the story. Um, if they didn't you clap, see, it's not going to be that impressive. Pretty much every time I fly to South Carolina, I fly southwest, and southwest does a layover in Nashville, you know, because they don't do, like, direct flight for whatever reason. I don't know. And so I'm very used to stopping in Nashville. This time, I also stopped in Nashville, but it was special this time. Wow, see, it was. No, I, I it understand. It was special because I didn't get off the plane. Whoa. So you're telling me, Grayson, you stayed sitting for, like, an extended period of time while you were on an airplane? Yeah. That's kind of wild. I am so glad you brought this up. Well, actually, actually cause that, that I got to me into get my, up oh, and mm -hmm. walk to a different spot on the plane and sit down again. Because, you know, Southwest is the open seating. So I got the primo spots. So not only was it my first time staying on a plane for a layover. I didn't, wow. I didn't get off and get back on. It was my first time getting to sit at the front of a Southwest plane. Because I'm always stuck at the back because I always got the terrible boarding position. Well, one, the terrible boarding position is not, like, because of a lack of resources or, like, oh, I can't afford the good tickets. If you're Southwest, your lack of good seating and boarding position is because you don't check in in time, okay? I check in. I set alarms to check in, and I still get stuck at, like, the Listen, end of B at best. I'm a very fortunate person. I have a obsessive-compulsive grandfather who will check in for any and all flights for you the moment it happens, and I very rarely end up with anything past, like, an early B, okay? Lucky you. I know. I know. I mean, you tell Grandpa. He'll do it for you, too, you know? I mean, the best I've ever gotten was, like, an early B, but that was because I got a flight that was a layover, so I was checking in before everyone else. I understand. Like, I was, I was able to check in, like, eight hours early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have you considered when they I say didn't... like the oh well we're now boarding children and people with disabilities have you ever considered just going up then um yes you should because like what are they gonna do call you out and be like oh sir you don't present your disability enough you know like they can't do that now simply no they would be canceled they get <laughs> they southwest would. canceled the whole entire airline they would plummet you know um that, that's unfortunate wording for an airline. I didn't mean it, Grayson, okay? I didn't mean it. But I personally am a huge tarmac guy, so that's exciting to hear that you were sitting on it for so long. Listen, it was great, JC. It was fantastic. Well, yes, again, I, I can sympathize being a big tarmac guy myself, so I can only imagine the, the luxury it was getting to sit there I for got, an extended period of time. I got my pick of the spots. It was fantastic. And then, like, I got to see what the flight attendants do between the flights, which turns out to be absolutely nothing. Yeah, the first time I ever sat on a flight and didn't have to get off for a layover, I was really disturbed because they barely clean the seats. Like, they kind of pick up some trash, but not even really, you know? Like, if I wanted to hide some shit in, like, the, the back of someone's seat, 
like you know like the little pocket where all the pamphlets are if i wanted to put mm-hmm. some shit in there they don't do it like a deep clean like the next person's going to reach their hand in and be in for a surprise you know well what would the surprise be i don't know you could vomit you know, like, yeah, let's say someone vomits and they kind of keep it a secret. They don't make a big scene out of it. And they vomit into a vomit bag and they put it into the back of the seat. And then a little bit of the vomit leaks out. You know, that's not getting cleaned up. That's very odd for you to consider. Well, where are you going to put your vomit bag? Well, I'm just, I'm, what is the logistical situation where you can vomit in secret? Well, like, usually on no an airplane. No one around you going to notice? I mean, your immediate people. Like no one's going to smell it? Row. Well, the, the flight attendants may not. No. Also, again, they have those little bags with the seals. For the most part, you're probably not going to smell it. You know? Oh, on the first leg of the flight, the flight from Austin to Nashville, mm-hmm. there was a lady with two dogs sitting next to me. Holy And then fuck. her husband um, on, like, the opposite side of, like, the 3C segment. And this dude was having so much trouble. Like he was not doing well. It was he smelled so bad, and he was passing gas constantly. He looked like he was on the verge of throwing up. And then he started eating a burger, which I can't imagine helped because it was a bunch of greasy food. Why and then he just seemed to, to get worse. Do with the dogs? What does this have to do with the dogs? Well, the dogs were just really cute. I, I don't know. I was just excited oh. to sit next to a couple of cute dogs. I was giving context. I was providing. I was you know, really, really waiting for the dogs to come into play. At first, I thought the no, dogs were, were fat and sweaty, and I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you insulting these dogs?" And no, then they were adorable. Sh- one of them was a nice little fluffy chihuahua, and the other one was just some other tiny little dog. And they, one of them, it was their first flight. The other one was used to it, and so they they kind of just sat down. It was a small carrier for the two of them, so I kind of felt bad, but they did great. They were good. They good weren't too the annoying. Dogs. Good. The guy though did not do good. Oh, he was and really he was struggling. annoying. Well, it, he didn't really like. He wasn't. Sometimes he would grunt, Ooh. and like make now, noises, which was a little annoying. But I mostly just felt bad for him. Now, and may I ask a question bad. about this man? <laughs> um, am am I correct in assuming he maybe has an above average BMI? A little bit. Ugh. Uh, by a little bit, do we mean it, a lot of it? <laughs> No, no, not a lot of it. Like, mm. he was definitely overweight, probably at least a little bit obese, but not, like, morbidly obese, you know? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, how tall do we think this man was? I know he's sitting, but you spent a lot okay. of time with him on the tarmac, from what I understand. No, 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 because he got off. Ah, shit. Well, then you got to see him stand up, so even better. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, even when he was standing up, he was still kind of, like, hunched over as if he was feeling kind of sick. Because he was I so would guess, ill. <laughs> yeah. I would estimate between the heights of 5'6 and 5'9. Ooh. You never want to be that short and then also be, like, fat and sick. You know? Like, you have nothing going for you at that point. You can't well, even Well, he see. had a wife with two adorable dogs. Oh, so the dogs are related. The dogs are his. Well, it's the ladies' dogs, but yeah. If they're a it husband was, and wife. It was wife, like plainly obvious that he wanted nothing to do with the dogs. Well, he had some bigger issues at the moment, okay? He, he, was, he was going through a rough time from what I understand. He's on a weight loss journey as well. You know, leave him alone. He'll focus on the dogs no, later. No, no. The way he was eating that burger, he is not on a weight loss journey. Uh, Absolutely shit. not, no. You don't You don't think it was maybe just he who's feeling like, uh, you know, uh, not parched. What is parched when it's with food? He was feeling a little 
I don't want to say hungry. I want to say a better word. Yeah, let's go with starved. He's feeling a little starved because of his sickness, you know? That happens to no, me sometimes. No, I think he was sick because, like, he was already sick, and then he ate a bunch of greasy food. Ah. Yeah, usually when I'm sick, I just realized I usually won't eat a lot, actually. I'll, I'll usually eat, like, yeah. a piece of toast um, and maybe some milk. So, almond milk at that. Not Very not necessarily poor planning on his part. Big Speaking of milk, burger. this is entirely unrelated, but I've been drinking a lot of eggnog while I've been back. Man, oh boy, my stomach. It's terrible. I ha- I'm, I'm, I'm having it like every morning, and I don't know why. Because I get up, I have the eggnog, my stomach hurts all day, and then I get up and do the same thing the next day. It's terrible. I need to stop. Unrelated, but though. You do back the to same the thing flight. at home. Well, uh, uh, related, related. This is so related. We're talking about a man who can't control his eating feeling sick. This is this is completely related. Grayson, okay. you tell me <laughs> you tell me about how at home you drink milk despite being lactose intolerant and feeling miserable, but you can't stop because you love milk so Listen, much. Listen, eggnog is on another level of sickening, though, because it is the sickening of excess sugar in combination with the sickening of the dairy, in combination with it just being like thick and rich like a fudge. It's like a, it's a whole other thing. Have we it's mentioned so much how more. bad it tastes? And so it's not even redeeming eggnog in that aspect? Eggnog tastes great. And here's well, the thing. My parents know I like eggnog, and so they purchased eggnog in advance of me showing up so that I would have eggnog while I'm in town so that I could drink said eggnog. But the thing is, my parents did not communicate to each other that they both had this idea, and so they have bought two half gallons of eggnog, which is a whole gallon of eggnog, which is wait. a lot of eggnog. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that makes sense. That makes. I have had similar issues in the past, Grayson, where I visited my grandparents, Um and it's not even grandma and grandpa both bought the same thing to prepare for me. It's just grandma bought so much of it to prepare for me, you know? Mm. And then there's just an excess of this thing I only want a bite of. But now, over the next few days I'm going to be with them, there's pressure to eat like a thousand bites of it when I just wanted the one, you know? So true. It's I don't so want to drink a gallon of eggnog. And like but, one of the bottles expires on Christmas. I got like two days to finish no. this half gallon. I'm like maybe a third of the way through. But you know what I've learned to do over the years of this happening with grandma? Hmm. Not eat it all. You know, I've learned I don't just because it's there and I'm still working on this. It's the journey. But just because it's there doesn't mean it must be consumed. You know, I disagree. Yeah, I kind of do as well. If I have something on my plate, I'm finishing it, you know, regardless. Back of how to bad the plane flight, though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Second leg of the flight. Second leg of the flight. So flight from Nashville to South Carolina. I got to pick my spot. I got to pick whatever one. So I picked a window seat up towards the front so I could get off. Wow. Well, I wouldn't pick a window if I wanted to get off fast, but whatever. I mean, like in theory, I could have done an aisle. But my thought was if I pick the window seat, then I can kind of just sit there while everyone else boards and not worry about it. But if I pick an aisle seat, then I have to get up at least once, if not twice over the course of the boarding. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Well, was it a sold out flight? Yeah. Shit, I was going to say, the move, Grayson, simply get your carry-on and lay it over your two other seats to your left, and then no one will bother you. So Until, true. Until, like, I, they need to bother you. I only had a backpack, so I don't think it could have covered the whole thing. Well, hate to say no, it. It, won't, it won't cover, like, the entire surface area, but you can just put it in the middle. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Even yeah. still, that's besides the point. Guy sits down next to me, actual neckbeard. No, I, this is so rare to dad. see them in the wild. Or, but it was an we, actual neckbeard. Wait, wait, is this the doggy dad or is this a different neckbeard? 
totally different person totally no doggy dad he got off the plane he's gone this is the second flight <laughs> when he probably stood ran up, could straight you see to his the tummy was it a little bloated um i mean he kind of had like a a beer belly to begin with yeah, so yeah, i don't I was know gonna... who... yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna ask like does his shirt like peak like about six inches from like his actual like face you know like does it stick out a bit but that makes sense this does make sense um, yeah but Neckbeard, you're because you're sitting next to him. Yes. Yes. Also, did not smell great. Technically, a slight improvement because I'm fairly certain dad, dog dad was the passing gas the whole flight. Oh. But this guy, slight improvement, but still unpleasant. Yeah. And also, dog dad, like he's in a state right now. Like something's clearly wrong that is temporary. Right. A neckbeard. At his that's best, he's probably he's probably doing a lot better neckbeard yeah. does this willingly this is his yeah. lifestyle this is how exactly. he lives i am shocked this dude didn't pull out of a door during the flight th th this is the level of neckbeard it was unbelievable Can i didn't I know how question? to respond to it mm -hmm. maybe he did not pull out a fedora but did he pull out instead a nintendo switch no no that nintendo switch that is very impressive to hear but he I've did had quite pull out his laptop oh okay and okay. watched anime Ooh, ooh, that's maybe yeah. that's actually worse. I was gonna say maybe worse, but that's definitely worse. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. What's but like? It could have like if you were on a JetBlue flight, and he put anime on the seat back TV, that would have been even worse. Worse, but I guess that wasn't an option here. Like he still no. could have done that. You know. Right. But that's really unfortunate. Did you make conversation with the neckbeard? No, but um, over the course of the flight, I had my iPad out, and I could kind of tell that he was, like, staring at my screen for extended periods of time. Uh-huh. It was just a little uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's exciting, yeah. Grayson. That's exciting. I, I wish you would have become friends with him. I wish you would have befriended him, but it's okay that you didn't. Glad I, I didn't. Why not? I'm very happy I didn't. No, I don't really need that in my life. What do you mean? I got enough neck beers for friends. I don't need any more. Are you talking about Will did specifically? <laughs> I'm picking on Will. I love I just, Will. I was just making a joke. Oh, my Why did you be. just call Will a neck beard? <laughs> well, because I think the last time I saw Will, he had an actual neck beard, to be fair. But that's beside <laughs> Poor the point. Will. Why would you do this? this well, I just so mean in the most literal sense. Does Will have or not have a neck beard? You know, I haven't seen him recently, so I can tell you. I know you. he has a mustache, at the very least. I know he has a mustache. Well, I'm that, just that's... not going around calling my friends neckbeards. Well, I feel like you were, is the thing. I, I without no, explicit no. prompting from you, never would I have classified Will as such. Mm. Um, explicit prompting. Is that yes, what that's what I would it? call it. Coercion, even. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Tomato, tomato, I guess. Um, Gray the Gray. Well... I, I, I landed I was... in South Carolina after that, by the way. I'm Congrats alive. on that, man. That Thank is huge you. news. That is huge news. Was picking out your luggage okay? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it actually wasn't. I don't understand it, JC. Charlotte can't do luggage. They struggle at it so bad. It takes like half an hour to 45 minutes for the bags to start showing up, and I That's don't horrible. get it. Never it's ever so pack luggage. Literally, dude, you're it was, there for a week or something. You don't need a luggage. It was. Well, a check I bag. had to like. Well, you have to keep in mind. Um, I am going to have gifts to bring back because I'm gonna get Christmas gifts. 
And also, it's not a week. I'm actually here almost two. Okay, I think like that's 12 a little days. more understandable. It's a little more understandable. But but Southwest lets you do two carry-ons, too. So, like, what the hell, man? Also, well, I guess Southwest also is free checked bags, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather check two bags than to do two carry-ons. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite is when you can sneak by, like, a, a bag that should have definitely been checked, but they don't catch it till you get to the gate. And then they'll check it for you for free. And then sometimes if it's small enough a plane, they'll have it waiting for you in the little tunnel. So you don't even have to go back to the to the little conveyor belt, you know? JC, this feels like a very scammy thing to do. What do you mean? It just feels wrong. Oh, that I'm I, it's I'm morally corrupt for You're scamming gaming these, the, the airlines. You're oh, gaming no. the system, yeah. I know, I know. No, Southwest needs more of the money. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I mean, some of these airlines do like their credit card like segments of their companies are worth more than the rest of the company. What's not a sign of them doing bad. That's just a sign of them thriving in many respects. Well, it's just it, it, it's indicative of the idea that they're better banks than they are airlines. Good for them. I would buy that. I would buy that very easily. Like, I, I can't name to you a single airline. I'm like, I've had only pleasant experiences with them, you know? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, banks, however. Of... Don't say egg You could name a bank that you've had only pleasant experiences with? Yeah, well, I've, I I wouldn't say pleasant, but I've, like, I've never had an unpleasant or pleasant experience with. It's all just been, it's all worked as it should, you know? Like, How often do you interact with banks? Well, I have the Wells Fargo app, and I have the Bank of America app. And personally, I'd say I have had extraordinary experiences with Bank of America because every time I open up my app, I've mentioned this many times before, um, they still haven't changed the abbreviation. It still says BOFA every time you click on the, the Bank of America app, um, B-O-F-A, which is really nice, Grayson. You know, I think that's a great feature that every bank should have. Wow. Yeah, personally. Personally, I do believe so. But... Uh, oh, 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 we're talking about neckbeards, Grayson. I want to talk to you about Steven. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Um, so also uh, on the topic of neckbeards, I did go to a wrestling show yesterday, um, which is, is a little regretful to say. Um, but I went with my mother, my father, and dear sweet Steven, you know? What, a, what an odd little group that was put together. And what, what, when Grayson... It, it, Listen, I'm in San Antonio right now, right? I drove in from Austin a couple days ago, and a part of why I came down so early was for this wrestling show last night on Wednesday night, right? And when my dad a few months ago reached out and was like, hey, do you think Steven will want to go to this wrestling show? Steven said yes, okay? And so this has been in the, in the plans for, like again, it's been like a couple months now. And so I reached out to Steven the other day, and I'm like, Steven, you still good for the wrestling show? And Steven's like, oh, I forgot. And mind you, this is not a wrestling show Steven is paying for, right? Our dear sweet friend Steven. Um, the, like, my dad was so kind as to, like, offer, like, see if Steven wanted to come, you know? It would be weird to make him pay after that point, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So then I'm like, Steven, are you, are you going, are, can you come to the show or not? And then like, a good bit of time goes by and Steven eventually says, yeah, I have work that day. So... I, I think that means he's coming, right? Like, 
I think, yeah, generally I think so. But and that's not the frustrating part, right? That's just like getting confirmation from Steven about anything. The frustrating part is that he asked if we would be able to pick him up on the way to the wrestling show, right? But as you remember, Grayson, his place of work is so far south in San Antonio, you know? And based off of when my father would be getting out of his job, we just wouldn't have time to pick up Steven and make it to the show on time, you know? Like, it's just not in the mm -hmm. cards because of how fucking far south Steven is. But what's good is that the venue is also pretty far south, just not as far of south. So from that point, once I inform Steven we won't be able to bring him from work because we just won't have time, um, th then sets off a near two-hour conversation. And it's over text, mind you. It's not like over the phone. But like a two-hour exchange, a pretty consistent back and forth, all about how Steven is going to get from his work to the wrestling venue 15 minutes away from him. Okay? Which, I don't know why that had to be a conversation that lasted two hours. Like, first, Steven was asking me if he should take the bus. And then he was asking me what there is to do around the arena in case he gets there early. And then, after I sent, like, I don't, again, I was the one who sent Steven the fucking bus route. Where I've never even gone that far south before, aside from the one time we visited Steven at his job. So I don't know what I'm doing. And then Steven's like, I might do an Uber instead. Is that, uh, Grayson, I, I can send you screen caps of the entire conversation. But, like, I am step-by-step step walking Steven through how to take a bus and an Uber when these are things he's done before, you know? Steven's great. It's just... I just don't understand why I had to baby him through getting an Uber. It just... It made very little sense to me. And my father was along for the ride, too, because I was trying to keep him updated. Like, hey, here's the situation with Steven. But that's a little hard to do in the moment, you know? It's way easier to just wait until it's all said and done and then give the update, you know? But... Mm -hmm. it, uh, uh. But... And then also, at one point, Steven said, oh, so what about food? The show is going to end at, like, 11 p.m. Like, I don't know what he wants, man. Like... Okay, okay, listen, this is all going on. This is all what it's all predicated on, okay, Grayson? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we get to the actual venue, Steven, like, he, he got in line. He, Steven brought a backpack with him to the event, which is fine because he had one for work, right? Um, but, but we knew that, and we were like, okay, Steven, when you arrive, we can just put your backpack in, like, my parents' car. But Steven got to the venue like half an hour before we arrived because he took the Uber, you know, and mm -hmm. but he got in line for the event anyways. And so he got up to the entrance like then this was a big ass line. So by the time we arrived, we were like really far back in the line. But Steven was at the entrance and like was wondering what to do. And like in, in my mind, the obvious thing is just you walk to us to put the backpack in the car. But this was. Grayson, it was just in in hindsight, everything worked out fine. There's not that much to complain about. But my my only thing I have to to vouch or or kind of explain to you how like kind of just much it was to communicate because usually this is stuff that there are two text messages sent like for this entire exchange of like where the venue hey, is. Hey, we're here. Where are you at? Back hey, we're here. Line. Where are you at? Okay. And then even even with getting to the show, it's like, hey, can you pick me up? Oh no, I don't think we'll be able to. Okay. 
like I, at that point the onus is on you to get to the venue right mm-hmm. <laughs> not on me to walk you through how to order an uber okay so but but it's it's a lot it's a lot more extensive with steven you know and the only reason i know like this is this is such a thing is because again my father is who i'm keeping abreast about all of this and my dad is getting actively like upset about how like complicated it is to communicate with steven these very basic things (laughs) and you know my dad my dad's not like a a hot-headed guy he i don't know a single person this man dislikes but he was (laughs) he said to me at one point like if he's like this i don't know if we can take him to the royal rumble which see we we already took him to wrestlemania like we had a whole ass road trip with steven like earlier this year and now we're there's (laughs) rethinking taking him to another show in san antonio because of how complicated it was you know, so it, like, and again, that's my only gauge. Because again, I, I, I'm so sorry to complain about Stephen that this happened so much on the podcast. But the fact that my dad was getting actively aggravated with him, I feel like speaks just so much to it. You know, so very yeah, much. yeah. It's Stephen. Yeah, no, I'm aware. I'm, a- and also, okay, here are the parts where Stephen Mike, because all that happened right there was just. I don't, I don't think there's any editorializing. That's just what it was to get Steven to the wrestling show, you know? So I don't want to hear any claims about gaslighting. I don't want to hear any claims about misquoting, okay? Because <laughs> I, 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 I can post the entire conversation if you'd like. I have it all in text form. Um, but the next part are two conversation things that I feel a little bit bad about because I feel like I might accuse Steven of maybe lying right now when he could be telling the truth. But I feel like they might be lies. Are you locked in? Are you are you ready for this, Grayson? I'm prepared. Okay. So, um, do you remember a few months ago, one of Steven's big talking points that he would bring up kind of often? Like, it, it would be normal to bring up once, but Steven brought it up at least, like, three times separately in conversation with me, was about how Uber drivers in California apparently advertise their real estate. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. Good. So that is such a niche-specific thing. I'm glad you remember it, okay? As, Um, you know, Stephen picks up these random interests at times. He'll talk about them, like, a dozen times over the course of a week, and then they'll vanish from his memory, and he won't even remember thinking about them. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, so, and also, that's the only time I've ever heard anyone bring that up in conversation, with Stephen mentioning it for, like, that that span of a couple weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But are you aware of, Because why would you bring it up? Well, yeah, are you aware of, like, that being a conversation or just that that being a thing that exists, like, outside of Steven mentioning it? Or do you only— Outside of Steven? No, not at all. Okay, great. Well, when we were leaving the wrestling show last night, I asked Steven, Steven, how was your Uber? And Steven said, oh, good. Uh, we ta- He talked a lot about the history of the city. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a couple seconds go by of us walking to the car, and Steven says, yeah— and apparently he's a real estate agent, and he uses his Uber to advertise his real estate business. Grayson, I don't know if – I don't think I believe him. Because what are the odds that the one Uber Steven ever takes ma- ma- matches up with this weird-ass story from Los Angeles he told me six months ago? You know? <laughs> Only he knows exists. That only he knew exists. Like, one, it's weird enough that it could have happened because it's Steven. But also, Steven is also just kind of the type to maybe make up some stuff for the sake of conversation. You know? 
The only thing that makes me say he might not be lying is oh. that every time we doubt him on something like this, it turns out to be true. Yeah, but how does he prove this? This is the, he can get a, like the only way for him to prove this is to show us the name of his Uber driver in his Uber app and then find us the real estate business like in San Antonio. You know, he would need to find both these things. You know, I feel and like I don't he think he do cares that, enough. I he maybe he could, but I also don't think he cares enough to give us the proof. The only instance in which he would care enough to give us proof is in, if if he's lying. You know, only if he's lying would he feel so dedicated as to like, you know, go through proving he's not lying, right? Listen, if he's telling JC. The truth, who cares if we believe him? Listen. Yeah. Ever since the free bread thing, I. I'm disinclined <laughs> the to free doubt bread. Stephen, okay. At at what? Where even was that? Five, Five guys. guys Oh my Five God. guys free bread. Listen, but also, is that a policy nationwide for Five Guys? Or if you if you have the balls to go up to a worker at Five Guys and say, I'm here for my free bread, you know, like maybe they're just going to give it to you. Maybe it's just Listen, easier for them. They're in Times I... Square. They deal with a lot of lunatics every day, okay? Maybe the path of least resistance policy. is free bread. Didn't we check, didn't we check with uh, Helena? I, oh, did she confirm it? Maybe we did. I think so. I think so. Um, but still, I struggle to believe this man uses Uber as a quote side hustle. Side hustle being Stephen's words, of course, um, to promote his real estate business. As this was a weird thing Stephen mentioned so many months ago, and only Stephen mentioned so many months ago. Okay. <laughs> Look, like it's. Because the whole premise of Stephen mentioning it, well, the whole premise of it originally, Stephen was saying, is that the Uber drivers do it in really rich areas in California so that they they attract really rich clients. They don't do it in the south side of San Antonio, okay? (laughs) By the AT&T Center and Holt Cat. That's just not where the money's at, man. So I don't, I don't know. And then also... Also, yeah. you would think wealthy people are smart enough not to trust the Uber driver as their real estate agent. Like, if you're so. that wealthy, you could probably just hire a good real estate agent. You would think so. Or you probably have a friend, a friend of a friend, you know? Like it. Yeah. Grayson, so the, I just, I am almost certain that was a lie from Steven, you know? And I didn't bother with the follow-up. Uh, my follow-up was, oh, you mean like the people in Los Angeles you told me about? And Steven was like, yeah. And then the conversation came to an end. So, you know, but again, maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm gaslighting. Um, but that, that is the exact conversation that happened. I just don't have texts for it because it was, it was verbal, unfortunately. Um, oh, boy. And then, Grayson, the only other thing, and this one I kind of believe Steven more about. I'm just a little confused. As I said, Steven, because today is Thursday that we're recording this, Grayson. I said, Steven are you good to record our wrestling podcast on Thursday later in the day? And Steven was additionally like on board with it. Right. But then later on, I asked him, Steven, are you cool recording it in person at like your house? Because what's it? the Wi-Fi at mine is not going to be like stable enough for us to get video for the podcast, you know, which is just mm-hmm. the unfortunate truth. It's barely good enough to, to hear you not as a robot, Grayson, you know, this is true. Um, and we don't have video, unfortunately, um and and so i tell steven like hey can i come over to record instead and steven is like he's very obviously uncomfortable by this 
and then he all he says the thing he always says about how his house is like disorganized and like not like pretty and neat and then but eventually he agrees he's like okay yeah, yeah, yeah that works and then 20 minutes go by and we arrive at his house and i'm like okay steven we all good and steven's like well i think i might be in houston tomorrow and so so now we can't record today because he's going to be in houston but what i don't know but that feels like such a big lie that he's he has to be in houston today right But did why he would tell he you why he's in Houston? No, he did not. I didn't. Well, he was getting out of the car. Remember, we had pulled up to his house. Um. So I don't know. Huh. But yeah, I assume. Have you considered this, asking? No, because Stephen could have just told me I don't want to record in person. And I could be like, okay, well then, we probably aren't recording, you know? Or cause I'm not gonna pick you up to drive you to my place because that's. Another half hour of driving for me for no reason when we could just record it at your. Yeah, and also let's not forget too. You have a license and you can drive, Stephen. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, but no, I I believe he's in Houston. I think. Right. I, I feel like I could believe it, but he definitely like didn't have the plan to go to to Houston until you wanted to go <laughs> his, to his house, uncle you know? his uncle is going this is just like Puerto Rico trip okay his uncle is going and he put out an offer like a month ago and Steven just now memorized or remembered it and it is going to take up his uncle day of this makes sense yeah this makes a lot of sense okay 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 well those are really all my Steven bits um for this week Grayson and again I I don't think I did much stretching of the truth. This was just what the past day was like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if Steven has an open invitation to come on this podcast and challenge any assertions made about him, okay? Any. Um, so, let don't, that... Uh-huh. I don't know if that's a wise decision to leave that as an open option. No, it is an open invitation. It is is very, very open. Because, again, if he wants to get on here and, and discuss his Uber driver, I'm willing to hear it. I would love to hear it, actually, who this Uber driver is advertising his real estate business in San Antonio. Um, but quite frankly, I don't know if I buy it, you know? I don't know if he exists. No, I, I don't. Because I, I, you know what I do believe exists? What's that? The Uber driver he was in the car with for 10 minutes, and they talked about the history of San Antonio. That sounds so believable. You know, like that sounds just reasonable even. Um, I <laughs> I believe the idea that Steven was actually the one talking about the history of San Antonio and all the facts he said were wrong. <laughs> Real estate made him really uncomfortable. He tried shifting the conversation um, just to Texas history. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Grayson, do you have any Steven segments for this week? I mean, not really. I mean, I've never had, you know... I've, I'm not often in the situation where I have to plan things with Steven, which is quite a luxury, honestly. Oh, yes. No, um, a large one. I get the, the you know, the real privilege of just being like, hey, Steven, want to play Overwatch right now? And then he either says yes or no, and then I'm good. Like, that's it. This does make sense. I will share one very Although, really, positive. he'll either say yes in, like, a Steven way or no in a Steven way. Like, you know? yeah, so you'll still have really to, like... That simple you know get a couple more Puzzle confirmations and yeah 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 like it'll not be so clear unfortunately but again but like as opposed to note. a two-hour text conversation it's like 
five to ten messages literally to get a yes or a no. can i read the conversation with steven about him trying to figure out to take a bus or an uber here please go for it okay let me go back on my text messages far enough because i just i feel like i didn't do a good enough job explaining it earlier um okay 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 we're gonna find the beginning and i said okay this is tuesday at ten forty-six a.m grayson i say yo you still good for aew tomorrow and Steven says, oh, shoot, I forgot about that. And that's it, right? That's the only text message from him. And so then I say six minutes later, question mark? Yeah or no? My, remember, my dad bought the tickets a while back. And Steven said, I thought it was just Royal Rumble, LOL. And Grayson, for context, the Royal Rumble is a big wrestling show happening next month, okay? Mm-hmm. Which... We have also hopefully going to invite Steven to, but we don't even have tickets ourselves yet. Um, and then Steven says, are you driving from Austin? Which the show last night was in San Antonio, Grayson. So at the time, I was very confused by what that question meant. Are you driving from Austin? I'm still a little confused by it because what does that mean? Like, Well, right? he's probably wondering if you were already in San Antonio or not. By asking, are you driving from Austin? Yeah. Well, how? Well, are you going to be starting from Austin and heading straight to the show, or are you starting in San Antonio? Are you driving from Austin? Oh, that's not how I interpret it. I interpret it to mean, like, are you, like, I I interpret it to just be, like, a really self-explanatory, like, rhetorical question. Like, yes, I'm driving from Austin, because that's where I am, and the show's in San Antonio, right? But, okay. Okay, so you're saying it's him asking if I'm driving straight to the venue, to Freeman Coliseum. That's my interpretation. Okay, okay. Well, I said, nah, we don't even have Royal Rumble tickets. And again, my interpretation was just generally, are you driving from Austin to San Antonio? And I said, yeah. Because, again, in my mind, I I still don't blame myself for reading it that way. And Steven says, cool. Do you just want to pick me up from work? to freeman it's like a 15 minute drive and at first i'm like let me check with my dad and then my dad is like no we won't have time and then i'm like um steven my dad just said it would take over 40 minutes for us to get to your work uh so he doesn't know if we'll make it on time uh because he has work too is there any chance you can uber and then steven said i thought you were going from austin to here which, do you want to interpret that for me, Grayson? Because, again, I'll read it for you again. The message was, ooh, with four O's. Ooh, I thought you were going from Austin to here. Yeah, I don't. There's no follow-up. That's the message. It's a standalone message. I don't. I got nothing. And then I respond, Nah, I'm driving down to San Antonio later tonight because this is Tuesday. Okay, this is Tuesday morning, right? And then Steven says, when is it again? I could probably via there. Via, of course, being the bus, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I say, live show at 6, but the tapings start at 6. And in full transparency, I did say tappings instead of tapings, which is my mistake. 
personally. Thank you for the transparency. Thank of you. Of course, you. of course. And Steven says, okay, I'll probably leave work around 3 and Uber there. Grayson, can I read my last message back to you? Go for it. Live show at 7. Taping start at 6. Steven says, I'll probably leave work around 3. It's 15 minutes away, you said? Yes, yes it is, with Uber. Um, but that's not including the wait time for the Uber. Um, so then, Steven says, I don't know what time you want to meet up. And I say, why 3? Will it take that long? We are hoping to be at the venue at 545. Like, you know, me and my parents, right? Um, and then Steven says, I meant four, LOL, which still, <laughs> it's still not better. No. And maybe if you're taking the bus, I get it, you know, like, cause you don't know the bus can take forever, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe longer than Uber at least. Maybe. And I mean, I say that meanwhile, the bus goes straight up to his fucking doorstep at work. So I don't know. Um, true, true, true. But Steven says, typo. What about traffic? What? A, like, okay, I don't respond at this point. Steven has another message after this. But he says, what about what about traffic? I don't live there. I don't work there. Right? What am I, JC Cola, supposed to do about the traffic by your work? You know? Like. Uh. And then the next message is, unless you think I should leave around five. I just don't know how bad traffic is going to be. And it's at this point, I get a little fed up. And I'm like, what What am I doing here? And I say to Steven, you know the area better than I do. I'm never that far south. And Steven responds, I've never been to it. LOL. And so Why does Steven send so many LOLs? I don't fucking know. But at this point, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you have google steven you like there are so many places i've never been to before but i'm able to direct myself to you know like i'm able to to find directions to Mm -hmm. and so what i do at this point is because again he's planning on leaving at four o'clock i'm assuming he's taking the bus so i sent him a photo of the bus route from holt cat to freeman coliseum and it says 44 minutes okay and I just I, – it's a little passive-aggressive because I just send them a photo of it, right? Um, and I mean it to be very passive-aggressive because I'm done with this conversation. Um, it's already 1 p.m. by this point. The conversation started at uh, – let's see, 10. At 10.30, Grayson, 10.40, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Steven says, in response to my photo of the bus route, I meant Uber. Bus inconvenient, though, because that four-minute walk could change depending on how busy it is. So I might miss the spot by a couple of minutes. Just what does that information do for me? Right? Does it do anything for you? He's just trying to keep you updated. And I say, oh, gotcha. And then I send a photo of the car route instead, how long it is to drive with a car from his job to Freeman Coliseum. This one says 14 minutes instead of 44, right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, maybe add in 15 minutes of cushion in case driver takes forever to arrive. And then Steven says, 
And this is the part that, that annoyed my dad a little. Steven says, I think it's like a 15 to $20 Uber, so not that big of a loss. And when I showed my dad this, my dad was like, what does he mean not that big of a loss? It's free tickets. He's going, like, I... He, <laughs> okay. And also, there's no... Okay. But Grayson, that... Uh-huh. Okay. And then, so Steven then follows that up and says, so around 4.30? And again, at this point, I don't give a shit. As long as Steven's there by 5.45 when I arrive with my parents, that's all I care about, right? That's all I uh-huh. need in this world. And Steven says, after that, if I get there early, there should be places nearby, right? And at this point, I remind Steven. I say, again, we're hoping to be there around 5.45. And I say, not really, uh, in, in reference to there being places nearby. Because where the arena is, like, there's just there's not much. It's like, kind of in the hood, right? Um, And I say... Doors will probably be opening, I'm assu- or doors will probably be open, I assume. Or if not, there will be fans waiting outside. Right? So it's like, even if you get there early, you're not going to be, like, mugged, you know? You're, you're at a, a sporting venue, right? Like, with other wrestling fans. Like, it'll be fine. Um, and Steven says, yeah, that's why I didn't want to take the bus. LOL. And what? Because I... I, I think because, again, the, the, the arenas here in San Antonio are not in a nice part of town. So he's saying that's why he didn't want to take the bus because then he'd be on it with, like, you know, just not Steven's crowd, right? But he already takes the bus. He does. Far into the south. So I don't, I don't quite know what argument that is. It's actually a really good point. But Steven says because walking there would suck. And at this point, I don't know what's happening in the conversation. So I just emphasize the text. I put two exclamation points next to it. And then Steven says, like, in okay with the work to bus walk because it's next to a school. Do you have any read on that message? Grayson? The work to bus walk. I'll read it again. Don't worry. I'll read all three messages in a row again, actually. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to bus, lol, because walking there would suck. Like, in okay with the work to bus walk because it's next to a school. I feel like it's safe to assume it's I'm okay. I'm okay with the Like I'm okay with the walk walk. with with the, the walk to the work bus because it's next to a school? Where's the school? I don't know. There's no school out there. There, there was, there's nothing out there, man. Maybe across the highway, but how is Steven crossing the highway? I don't. Okay. Well, I would just respond with a simple question mark because again, I'm so done with this conversation. It's now 1 p.m. 101. Steven says, "But the walk from the stops of the one you posted is in the middle of a road. The layover for bus stops. I'll probably Uber around five then." And then it's at this point, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I say, gotcha, okay, sick, exclamation point. And then this is, and I think finally, Steven's arrived at the path of least resistance, the easiest solution that we could have come to hours ago. Uber at five, right? Like, Uh I could have told him this so early. This would have just been my intuitive response. I would have... Not even thought about it until it was time to Uber to the Freeman Coliseum, you know? 
Um, and then Steven says, I then assume your dad can get me home way back. Which is just a way of asking if we can drop him off at his house, right? Um, which, of course, we can. And I say, of course. And then Steven says, food too or nah? And the, this was another point of contention for my father. When Steven asked about food after the show. We are days out from the event, Grayson. And Steven's asking about food at 11 p.m. after the show. Just eat beforehand or get food at the venue, bro. Like, and then I say, I wouldn't plan on it, but maybe. So, so that was that. Oh, wait. Sorry, Grayson. There's more from the next... Uh -huh. Uh, or later in the day, because all of that wrapped oh, okay, up at okay. one twenty p.m. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So again, it went from ten forty to one twenty. So I actually underestimated. It was over two hours that conversation. Um, and then Stephen messages me randomly at six p.m. Oh wait, I have a backpack. What do I do with that? Steve or Grayson, this is a grown man we're dealing with, right? He's older than us. Yeah. He's been on the planet longer than we have, by like months. Uh-huh. And I say, a work one? I mean, we could just put it in our car. Or if you're able to just not bring it to work for the one day. You know, like, again, the two obvious solutions. Like, if you're worried about it in the car, don't bring it. And then otherwise, why wouldn't we put it in our car? Right? Like, my, my parents and I aren't hopping on a bus to get the Freeman Coliseum. That would take us mm -hmm. four hours, you know? It would take so long. And, and then I Steven don't says, often go to venues. Backpacks not okay? No, especially not it's after not shootings have become a thing, you know? Because um, some venues allow clear backpacks, but not even those for most places. Mm. And then Steven says, I can't. I need my laptop in my backpack. Put it in your car. And I said, sick. So, that that was the process boy, of getting oh Steven to the wrestling show. Um, Grayson. So, I just, so if anyone wants to come at me and accuse me of lying or gaslighting, there it all is. I... I can do screen caps as well, if the listening audience so desires. Hans, I'm talking to you, because you often accuse me of lying about Steven. When... Why are you always lying about Steven, though? I just, I just, guys, guys, please help. Please, like, I anyone understand, help. Like, Hans is, Hans is joking when he's accusing you of lying. Like, he's Hans not, is, though. These are one-on-one -on -one conversations between the two of us when the entire context leading up to it is just a very authentic, non-jokey conversation. And Steven and, and Hans is wholeheartedly defending Steven and being like, I can see how sometimes you guys lie or gaslight Steven. And I'm like... There's no way. No, I'm, I promise you, these are not joking conversations. Because, of course, Hans <laughs> will do understand. the joking thing in the moment of, like, oh, stop gat. Like, he, you know, he's in on the bit. But at the same yeah. time, I think he does believe that we maybe bully Steven a bit. Which. He's he's met Steven. He's been person. around Steven. 
he drove to New York with, with Steven. Steven. He, we, like, How we does were in he a not car. get it? How does I, he not understand? He's just a nice guy. He wants everyone to to be happy and defended. You know, I get it. Like, I, I'll take Steven's side sometimes. I'll defend Steven. Yeah, like you but rightfully did it. At the beginning of this conversation, I was confused about the message. Are you coming like from Austin or are you driving from Austin? You defended Steven, you know, which, again, mm-hmm. I still stand by my point where that message makes no sense. Of course, I'm With driving the to Austin. With the following up message, like the one that was a few messages later, also about – like that it made no sense. It was Also, let's give Steven the benefit of the doubt. He's asking, are you driving from Austin straight to the venue? Let's say I am. Steven, your work is still farther than the venue. Your work is still farther south, right? Like I would still be driving an additional at least half hour to get you if I'm – like does you, does that make sense what I just said? Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's on the way because I'm coming from Austin. It's even further because I'm coming from Austin. You know? My hour yeah. and 40-minute drive will turn into a two-plus hour drive if I did that. So, okay. Just – yeah. Just want to clarify that even with benefit of the doubt, it still makes no sense. So, glad all our bases are covered now. Steven is really just spectacular. I love Steven. Yeah, no, I do too. But, again, I worry about him. Like, legitimately, authentically, sincerely. He's an adult. This was just him getting an Uber to a show. That, Uh that, That was it. Yeah, I, I worry about him a lot as well, but I also feel like he can kind of fumble his way through life. I guess so, but okay. he's already destroying his support system. My dad's had enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my dad was there. My dad was on board, but then my dad feels like he's been lied to, and my dad feels gaslit about not being recorded on the drive to Dallas, and and now now he's lost, uh, or Steven's so lost him. Desperately, I so desperately want to see the recording. <laughs> <laughs> the because I can that, like... also believe I can fully believe that Steven's attempt to make conversation can feel like an interview. Yeah, like it, Steven trying yes. to make conversation with a stranger feels very interviewee. But well, like, there's no way it. your dad mistook being recorded. <laughs> no, like you, can, that's not something you just miss. <laughs> what I think happened is, is well, Steven is always kind of on his phone, you know especially in car rides that phone is always in his hands right so mm-hmm. there we go that that's there as part one part two steven probably weirdly asks my dad or attempts to ask my dad are you okay being recorded this weekend while we're like while we're at wrestlemania for the next few days like right because he plans on doing a bunch of recording so he's probably asking my dad are you cool being in the videos that we record but my dad has no context for this my dad doesn't know it's going to be like all weekend he's recording so my dad sees Steven. JC. Or interview style close-ended questions, you know? Like, which all of that would indicate to me, too, that I am being filmed, you know, or recorded. Somewhere in there, for me, I don't know if it happened in the recording, but your mic uh-huh. suddenly swapped to a different mic and then back oh, to your no. mic. It was very that's weird. That's so sad. I'm going to hope that's a Discord uh, uh, problem. But did you, did you basically capture everything I was saying? That I, yeah, I understand I my dad's perspective. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. No, 
like I'm more inclined to believe your dad in this situation. I'm inclined to believe my my dad 100%. There's no doubt for me. My dad believes he was recorded. Right? Like that's just it's it's a fact. My dad oh, believes yeah. he was recorded. Um the the question is whether or not Steven recorded him. And Steven I think is he is very Well, the Steven is very very like certain he did not. And I feel like Steven would be happy to send over the video of that recording if he had it. But because there's no reason for him not to. But what if there is? <laughs> what, exactly. There's no certainty. There's no certainty. But the point is, this relationship with my father and Steven, it's, it's on wobbly legs, okay? It's on sea legs. And it, it needs to regain its composure. Steven has some um, rebuilding of trust to do. <laughs> and so, so I look sad. forward to that journey. I do, I do. Um, do you think, you think as like a sign of trust... Stephen could record a conversation with your father, an hour-long conversation with your father. <laughs> a just new so one. That, yeah, a brand new one. Just so they could have that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, settle I the score, think... make sure the recording exists, and then mm -hmm. Stephen can send it our way. I would think it's necessary. Also, by the way, I'd like to point out, too, one of my favorite things is going to wrestling shows with Stephen. Because he has energy for the first, like, two hours— and by energy, I mean he's talking the entire time. He is making sound effects as the moves happen. He is counting along with the referee for like, all, like it's it's nonstop, right? Um, but then he gets I think a little tuckered out after a while, and then he stops. And there's a clear dip in energy. It's just, Poor Steven. It happens Poor at every guy wrestling gets a show. Tuckered out. He, gets a he really tired. does. He doesn't know how to pace himself. He just he gets so excited for the referee counting to three every time. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. I love Steve. Rightfully so. Oh. Rightfully so. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, Steve's gonna be fine. Like generally. Yeah, he'll be fine. I hope. I hope. I. I hope. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna end the the Stephen conversation on a positive note, but that was like half an hour ago now. Um. The positive note is that Steven told a story on the car ride back to his house um, that apparently he went for his vaccine with his mother a few weeks ago, like a booster. Um, mm. And when the doctor called in Steven, you know, because he and his mom were both there to get booster separately, right? Mm -hmm. um, when, when they called in Steven, the doctor asked, would you like your mom to come into the room with you? Because <laughs> they thought Steven was a child, which is... <laughs> fair really, really wonderful yeah 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 i appreciate it um but grayson i i have a question before we wrap things up on this episode should i purchase a ferret no why they're kind of smelly i think this is reverse psychology and i hope you realize you saying no makes me want a ferret so much more like my sincere answer is no but they can be descented, and then also, I'm a person who is a little bit, like, obsessive about cleaning their space, especially because it has to be so sanitary for, like, all the tattooing stuff if I were to hypothetically tattoo out of my home, which, of course, I do not. Um, but if I did, it would need to be really sanitary. So I know I would clean the shit out of the place, and apparently that's what you need to minimize the scent of a ferret. Like, have a descented one, and then also just clean the cage constantly, and it says it's pretty much good. And I trust myself to do those things, you know? I mean, I guess. And then the cuteness just, it outweighs 
whatever smell that would be there, you know? Like, ferrets I only are find sick. ferrets like so cute. I don't, I don't, not, I'm not so sold on them. I the big like detraction the for me is the smell. But if you can get rid of the smell, like, yeah, it'd be a fine pet. I don't think there's any getting rid of the smell. There is a minimizing the smell, though, you know? I don't like how they smell, but I mean, if you want a ferret, go for it. I do. I do want a ferret. I just don't know. I don't know. Again, the the tattoo stuff is my only hesitation because it's like, I don't know. But who who's going to show up and be like, there's a ferret here. I have to go. You know, probably no probably one. no one. Yeah. But like just... they're already accepting that this random dude is going to give them a tattoo. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Like they're they're already in. They're all in already. Maybe they like ferrets. You know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. This this convinces me a little bit. Also, I was trying to come up with names. Me not being able to come up with a name is almost what stopped me from from even continuing with the thought of maybe getting one. It's like Jonathan. I don't have a good name. What's the point? Jonathan. Um, no, I probably won't. Do Jonathan. That. My mom asked me what the name of my UB Funkies were. Um. But then I looked it up, and my two favorite UB Funkies, their names were Sk- or were Yeti and Bones, which I don't think I'm going to name my ferret Yeti or Bones, you know? Um, and But then my mother did make the incredible suggestions that I could name the ferret Pingu after the claymation penguin, which I do quite like, Grayson. Mm. Are you not quite on board with Pingu? I mean, it's not as good as Jonathan. As Jonathan. Yeah. I Jonathan's just so, so formal for a fucking ferret. I don't need that in my yeah. life. I don't. Because then, what is its nickname? John? No. I don't, no, no I don't need that. It's just Jonathan. I don't need that. That's so many syllables. Pingu is two syllables. Jonathan, that's three. It's too much. Well, you don't have to say it, Jonathan. You say Jonathan. Jo- Jonathan. 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 Jonathan, it's still three syllables, bro. I'm not saying it's fewer syllables. I'm saying you don't have to enunciate it to such a degree. Jonathan. Jonathan. Like you're gonna be, you're not gonna be walking around and going up to your bed going, "Hi, Jonathan." You're gonna Hi, say, Jonathan. "Hi, Jonathan." Hi, Jonathan. No, I will Hi, not Jonathan. say that. You're lying because I would Jonathan. never say that because it won't be its name. I could name it. Uh, I don't. I was looking for stuff that's written on my whiteboard to my right. But the only thing written on my whiteboard right now is mouth hunger versus actual hunger. And that doesn't inspire me to name a mouth ferret. Mouth hunger could be a good name. <laughs> <laughs> mouth hunger. The like ferret. mouth hunger. <laughs> mouth hunger could be a good name for like a World of Warcraft character. You know, I could buy that. But. Or even a pet in World of Warcraft. But I don't know about mouth my Mouth hunger the barbarian. <laughs> Oh, mouth? Because it, it would inevitably just be shortened to mouth. And mouth, the ferret, is not horrible. You know? As long as you acknowledge that his full name is Jonathan Mouthhunger. I would, no, no, I would I would just say Mouthhunger is the full name. Jonathan First Mouthhunger, name, mouth, yeah. last name, hunger. No, no, no. Don't, I don't think so. I also learned the other ferrets do respond to their name, which is good. I read a whole long Reddit post titled, um, Can Ferrets Experience Love? And there were a lot of people fighting for the fact that ferrets do, in fact, love people. 
so I'm excited personally, you know? <laughs> I wonder any... what side ferret owners were on. Well, one guy was really bitter in the comments and he was like, you think ferrets can love? Dogs can't even love. They only lick people because it's a way to show submissiveness. And I was, I was just, okay. I don't know. He just seemed really upset about it. You know? Maybe, <laughs> then maybe his dog just doesn't I just, like him. I appreciate the implications of that onto, like, human sexuality. Bottoms aren't bottoms because they have that attraction. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a way to submissiveness. They cannot love. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. So, Gray the Gray. Uh, other than that, I've also I've I've not deleted Twitter in the past week, but I have removed it from my home screen, and so I never click on it anymore. So I think this is a positive step, you know. I want to reorganize my home screen, but I can't be bothered, and I feel like Twitter would be one of the things that I take off. Yeah, if you're willing to delete it whole like just entirely, I will do the same. No, I can't do that. Ah, oh, this is so sad. Honestly, you missed out on my greatest tweet of all time. Oh boy. Which is. Oh, you have to find it. Okay. I mean, again, I didn't delete it. This will be easy to find. Um, let's go yeah. to Twitter. Chargle liked it. Therefore, let's... it must be good. McReal liked it. Go Crystal to... liked it even. Gray the Gray. That's a great tweet. So you're saying this tweet had mainstream appeal? Um, no. Oh. Uh, I've found it. There's a red flag. Is it the red flag in response no, to Chargle? No, oh. when, when Chargle res- uh, liked my tweet, I clicked on her profile, and then I saw her post about Boyle Boy being her top uh, podcast of the year on her Spotify rap, and I responded to that with a red flag. That is exciting. Um, yes, the rumors are true. I am the new Twitter CEO. Congratulations. Yeah, no, congrats on that. I'm a little remiss at the fact that uh, remissed i am remiss at what would be the proper grammar there i think just remiss right i don't know because i I'm don't remiss. know what you're saying after at the fact well, it that would be like i would be remiss if i were not to do this thing no i have i i am remiss right now because of a thing that happened or a lack of a thing that happened i guess you know oh yeah i take umbrage at the fact that <laughs> <laughs> that that's that so that there's no like from Emmy on this tweet, okay? I again, I still see, and it's not as a, as frequent as it used to be. And I am now off Twitter as well, so I'm not seeing it as much either. But those those likes on the Emmy Wee tweets, they were pretty consistent because again, I don't follow that woman, but I would see all her tweets. Um, and the fact that she can't even return the favor for one of yours is kind of messed up, you know? That is pretty messed up. I'll DM her about it. I'll tell her to like your tweet. I think I'm trying to fair. find the most recent Emmy Wee tweet I liked. I'm scrolling through my likes. Let's see. Did Lost Quartz tell you to slip in the shower? Oh, no. She told no, Ilya no. Omar to slip in the shower. Yes, yes, of course. Very different. Ilya Omar sent me a tweet. He said, must have heard the complaint and had a 30 minute. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, Thanks the last Emmy Wee tweet I liked was her quoting a song by Leve, which is that singer that I liked. Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. Well, Gray the Gray, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we ride off into the sunset? 
on episode 165. No, honestly, I was, Sorry, I was pretty contentious talking about Steven. Steven, yeah, no. I feel like this was a good, cathartic episode, you know? Very Steven-focused, but necessary because we had nothing else to talk about. So Steven, really, he came in. He saved us this week, and I appreciate it, you know? Thanks, Steven. All like I've done should... is I went to Hobby Lobby. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Like, during the time of this twice. podcast. Oh, twice. No. Oh, oh, okay. No, over the last, like, week. That's exciting. Hobby Lobby. That's like Michael's, but more Christian. That's exciting. Yeah. And I, I just want to say, I want to clarify. As we wrap up this episode, as we do ride off into that metaphorical sunset, I want us to leave with only positive thoughts of Steven in our head. You know? Because some may listen to this episode and misinterpret it as an attack. As a personal affront. But in reality, it's a love letter. Uh, a love letter to a dear friend named Steven. Isn't that right? We love Steven. We do. We do. And we love the listening audience. That's why we'll be back next week with more Boy Oh Boy. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.